1: A silent storm begins to brew in an ancient land of darkness. With tumultuous force from the crust of the earth, two worlds come together as one from the past and the present, celebrating culture and spirit, paving the pathway to our future. It's time for dreaming. Urban dreaming. Finding your voice. Finding your spirit. Joy 94.9 Jeka. Joy94.9 would like to acknowledge and pay respect to the sovereign peoples of the past, present and future generations of the Kulin Nations on whose unceded land we work, live and broadcast from. We would also like to acknowledge all our brother boys and sister girls of the LGBTI communities.
2: Yes, hello, you're in Urban Dreaming. This is Sarami on the mic.
3: And Laniuk. And Grace.
2: And how are we? I hope you're well. Uh, yeah, big weekend, big Easter weekend. Stay, uh, went out to the Boogie Fest. I yeah, did.
3: You did. Uh, you're in recovery, I hear.
2: It was amazing, I must say. Um, yeah, beautiful country, going out that way and seeing the most beautiful sunsets. And
3: What is Boogie Fest? I've never heard of it.
2: Boogie Fest is like, a, a, like the rock and roll um, and, I guess, country mix festival. It's Lovely. Just
3: yeah, it's so much like a Meredith or a Golden Plains kind of vibe. There's mm-hmm. lots on this weekend. ConFest, yep. Boogie... In know, Varnica, if you like the Doof Doof.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a big, long weekend. Yeah, and then lovely.
2: Robert Plant as well went to his gig last night oh, um, nice. at the Palais Theatre and it's just beautiful. And I didn't even know you worked there, I Grace. I
3: know, I was working. I didn't even see you.
2: How cool is that? I
3: got paid double time to watch him.
2: Wow, hey. what an amazing performer, what an amazing performer, I must say. Um, yeah, I'm glad I went. I was pretty tired, but I made sure I went to it. So um, just so you know, guys, we're here from 8 till 9pm, and we've got an amazing lineup tonight. We'll actually be speaking to a Gunai Gunichmara woman, that's uh, Lydia Alma Thorpe, and she is the Australian politician, one of the first, actually, um, Australian Aboriginal parliamentarians um, for Victoria, mm. and she represents in the Greens. And then we've got Cheryl Lee Hood, and she's one of the most funniest comedians, Australian Aboriginal woman that I know and ever have known in my life, I think, um, out of all the funny people's, I, I can guarantee she is the funniest. And she'll be in the studio after um, about 8.30. So, Exciting. Yeah, looking Good forward to having a laugh with her. coming
3: up. If you want to get involved, text in. It's 0427JOY949, or you can email on air at joy.org.au. I've
2: got a song for you right now. This is Philly with the Yulali.
4: Then so much more than just the colour of our skin. You see the colour of my kin is nothing like the one I'm No such thing as half caste. When we talk about black, you either are, or you aren't. Results of the past. Lines on the face of my elders reminded of dark times. Why the stories that they tell us? Hey, I'm zealous of the real. My people ran the nation. Tell us how you feel. Just look at where we've come from. That things cannot be undone. Won't we'll stand for the amp, and We gotta sing our own song. Through the city, sing for our elders, those who hold the knowledge, our timekeepers, and all our storytellers. Sing for the black, red, and gold. Hey! Sing for the black, red, and gold. It's unfair, unclear of the journey that lies ahead Water fills the eyes before falling like waterfalls Sadness for our ancestors, happiness for the fact we're still here And so we sing
2: Yes, you're on Urban Dreaming. And that song just then was <laughs> Philly with Yulalee. So um, Lydia Thorpe will be with with us very soon. Got another track for you right now.
3: This one's Zigaramo with Black Thoughts here on Urban Dreaming.
5: The cat sat on the matter. That's the subject matter. Tell you to climb and they burn down your ladder. Sick of playing games like snakes and ladders matter. of fact, I'm like Michael Jack, I'm better. Now this journey got me learning like Charlie Perkins. Educated black man. Tired of soul searching. Tired of hurting. Tired of working and not earning. The same respect as my counterpart. My people in the deathbed by preventable heart disease. Served through rations brought from overseas. On ships full of convicts and common thieves. Same ships the one that brought my mother's jeans, same ships the one that got me wearing jeans, same ships brought scholarships to university, so I can be a doctor and fix my people, what's health when you're still not equal, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, the darker the skin, the quicker police shoot, labeled as heroes that we all salute, but lest we forget our stolen youth, our history is a mystery But I know a word for word Yeah, it's clear to me So what's the way for? What's the way forward? They throw us straight in jail Yeah, no court cases On cases labeled as alcoholics And never racist Grab some shoe polish And paint the blackest faces Darker than the past Darker than our present Darker than the future That we're surely destined Cause it's all good To call Mr. Goods An ape as long as you're 13 And have a white face But I ain't happy, man That shit is a disgrace No game, no cause. It's play, it's more than race.
4: Australians all let us rejoice for we are young and my people die young. And yet we are 25%, a quarter of those Australians, locked up in our prisons. And if you are a juvenile, it is worse, it is
0: 50%. An Indigenous child is more likely to be locked up in prison than they are to finish high school.
5: Should I be on my knees saying thank you? I be the statistic, I should be thankful. Right, wrong, I'm writing this song. this is shit has gone on for too long. I'm not over it, nor will I ever be. I refuse to use your memory. I refuse to lose our identity. Our ancestors died defending me. Defending the right to racism is time wasting. Open up your eyes wide, it's time to face it. Open up your hearts and it's time to embrace it. If you motherfuckers don't, I'm empty and load cases AK-47 is not my choice of weapon I'ma throw an invisible spear and really get you threatened Throw my blackness in your face without a warning message Enough with this shit Can we please just end it? Yeah It's time to end it Hey. Yeah It's time to end it
6: And now we're going to be talking to Lydia Thorpe, who is a Gunai Gunditjmara woman and also an Australian politician. She's been the member for Northcote in the Victorian Legislative Assembly since November 2017 and is a member of the Victorian Greens. Thorpe won the Northcote state by-election on the 18th of November 2017 to become the first female Aboriginal elected to the Parliament of Victoria. Managing Director of Clan Corporation, a housing and energy business catering to a remote Aboriginal Communities. She was also the chair of the Victorian NAIDOC Committee. Thorpe's grandmother Alma Thorpe was one of the founders of the Victorian Aboriginal Health Services and I'm also familiar with her dad as well, Robert Thorpe. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty prominent, pretty prominent um, activist.
2: He is indeed, he's actually amazing actually. Um, Yeah, he is. He always inspires us more, I know whenever I hear him on the the microphone there. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Lydia, hello, how are you?
0: i'm good thank you
2: how are you excellent great great um yes so very thankful for your time i know you're a busy busy lady that's fine it's good to good to be
0: here so i'm on air
2: now am i you are indeed
0: you're live on earth and (laughs) dreaming
3: deadly
2: (laughs) yeah we're just talking about um your father as well actually um so he's his work has um has always been inspiring to us mob and and I guess you know, being someone who's had uh, such an inspiring parents and who've been politically inclined in their lives, um, I guess that's a part of why you, I guess, maybe your upbringing has sort of got you to where you are today. Is that maybe presuming too Absolutely. much?
0: Absolutely, and and I think that you're talking about my uncle, my um, uncle Robbie Thorpe. Oh yeah, uncle. Uh, yeah, he he's mum's younger brother. Uh, my grandmother Elma had seven children, and those seven children have all been quite politically active in their own right. Um, and yeah, I, I've just—I was born into politics, so I've been surrounded—you um, know—my whole life um, with political conversations and, and talk about how we're going to improve the, the lives of, of our people in this country.
2: Yes, and it's. Um, I guess it's something that's not really, uh, you know, I guess it can be at times challenging uh, for a lot of our people and particularly ones who are representing country. You um, must have a lot of, um, there must be a lot of positivity but there must also be a lot of negativity too come, that comes with this.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, um, you know, this country is denied the true history Um of, of the country for so long. Um, they've tried to hide it. Um, and when, when we've tried to expose it, they've denied it. So to, to be in a position where um, I'm constantly reminding people of the true history and really um, pushing for the true history to be told in every sense of the word. It makes people feel a little bit uncomfortable and with that, of course, comes um, a lot of negativity from, you know, the right-winged fascist mob that... Um, actually think that, you know, there was no wrong done to our people. So, yeah, lot, lots of negativity I get, um, but you kind of get used to that and, um, it's you know, I, you've got to expect it at the same time. You, you're not going to please everybody.
6: Mm. I feel like you raise a sort of a really good point there, Lydia, because as an Aboriginal person, you know, going to vote, it's sort of like looking at all these faces and looking at all these groups. It's like, well, none of, none of them are really representing my best interest and you know i I always sort of vote for the greens because on a lot of issues they they tend to be pushing the agendas that i'm concerned about so what's it like sort of moving through the political world as an
0: aboriginal woman um look you know i've I've always voted green. Um, also, I, I, there was one time that I didn't. I voted independent because that person lived on my country and was fighting very hard to, you know, for the environment at that time. Um, but as an Aboriginal woman, you know, it, it, I suppose one of the challenges for me is being the only Aboriginal woman elected in the state. Is is has been quite overwhelming because there, you know, there's a lot of black blackfellas reaching out from across the country. Mm. And, um, you know, I've got a job to do for my electorate in Northgate, and I have a series of portfolios that I um, represent on behalf of the Greens for the state. But it's, you know, it, it feels like there's a lot of... I've given a lot of hope, or the Greens have given a lot of hope to a lot of black followers across the country because there is a voice in there and a voice that's actually talking the truth yeah. and standing up for our country and standing up for our people and our rights and and talking about our sovereignty has never been ceded. Mm-hmm. So talking the talk that we've been campaigning for and rallying for for so long we've got someone now that's actually speaking those truths in in parliament. And um you know, there's there's some of some parties as as we know that think that they've been Aboriginal friendly but in fact none of them have done us any favors mm. and they've kept us on welfare and they've kept destroying our country. So I'm honored to be, you know, in that um in a place where I can hold them accountable and mm. can question their their um, decisions and their policies that do no justice for our people or this country.
6: Yeah, I remember being sort of young and really active and, you know, really out there on the streets and I got quite disenfranchised pretty quickly, you know, and I really took a step back from politics and I wasn't interested anymore. And then when I saw um, you actually come up, you know, on my feed and and sort of being spoken about, I got a little bit interested and then, you know, I started looking into you a little bit more and and I really find that you hold, you speak a lot of truth and you speak a lot of honesty and that got me re-engaged again and interested in Australian politics.
0: Oh, that's, that's really nice to hear because, it, you know, it's not an easy road and a lot of our young people do get disenfranchised and think that it's all too hard and it's all too big, but you know, we, there are a lot of good people out there, a lot of people that have been fighting for our rights of our people for so long that continue to speak the truth and, um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I live in a community that's quite progressive in, in Northgate mm-hmm. where you no, know, this community care about our environment, this community care about um, Aboriginal people and, and you know, respect our place in this country. So I think that, you know, things are changing slowly. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, but the more we have, the more people we have speaking truth and have lived experience, you know, it's not stuff that I've read in a book. It's stuff that I've lived. So when they talk about public housing, I've lived it. When they talk about family violence, I've lived it. So it's not something that, you know, I I grandstand in Parliament just because that's what I'm meant to do. It's something that I can speak straight from the heart on. And I think the more people we have in Parliament that reflect true, you know, lived experiences and true, you know, what our communities look like and are, are made up of then the better off we're going to, to be as, as a society.
2: Yes Lydia um I was just thinking in regards to the truth too because um obviously you've rocked a few boats in parliament and you know there have been a few um things that you've proposed to the public and um they've not necessarily agreed with it and one of those was um the flag raising and the idea of bringing the flags down to you know to a, a lower state because of you know the recognition a recognition I guess of of the aboriginal people on this land and, and that specific day um yeah. So, how did how did you find with that in regards to your, you know, being obviously a voice and and being the minority in the parliament? Um, mm. Yeah, I I personally feel like you know sometimes I think you're alone. You know, you're not really there with much support. So, how do you how do you cope with these everyday situations in your life um, as a representation? Well, the, the whole
0: lowering the flag um, concept was taken out of context Context by the Herald Sun. Surprise, surprise. So um, I was actually referring to our flag, and I I said to the Herald Sun that I believe that our flag should be lowered on the twenty sixth of January to show respect and to mourn the loss that had occurred on that date. And so the Herald Sun ran off and. Um, Made you know, made the headline. that I've called for the Australian flag to be lowered on the 26th of January. When I should have probably been a little bit more specific and said our flag means the Aboriginal flag. But um, you know, that was a lesson that I learnt. And you know, why shouldn't they both be um, lowered on a day? I mean, how else are we going to educate people mainstream um, that? that don't really understand what this means for us. So I thought, you know, lowering the flag or flags in end, um, was one way to um, show the rest of the community what that means for us. It means, it means death, it means mourning. Um, what came about as a result of um, me saying that was a series of death threats and um, quite... Um, detailed, graphic, um, you know, sexually-related threats, um, which was a bit of, bit of a shock in the beginning, but I thought, no, there is there's nothing that's going to shut me down. I've come this far. My people have survived colonisation. They've resisted for over 200 years. I can't let something like this or, you know, those trolls out there stop me. From continuing to resist and speak out for truth, so I, I don't know. I feel that um, you know. I do feel that I have my ancestors with me, and I feel that um, what, what will be will be, as long as I'm being true to myself and being true to my country and my ancestors and my old people, then I, I'm, I don't fear them. Yeah, Yeah. wow.
2: <coughs> Interesting. Yeah, and also the idea of, um, you know, I guess that's a part of it, isn't it? You have to show that no fear because it's something that mm. you need to install into others because that's the way we can only get a message across.
0: Absolutely. I, look, I couldn't um, sleep at night if I did the wrong thing by my ancestors. Mm. So um, trolls, you know, they're, they're nothing compared to the wrath of our ancestors or our country that, you know, that we need to
2: pr- continue to protect Well, thank you so much for your time Lydia, it's just been amazing to hear a bit more insight into you and um, into your you know, the way you believe and what you see as a, as a leader of this country in this particular area as well as a Gunday uh, oh,
5: no.
7: Gunda
2: woman So, Gundich Ma- Mara woman must I say
0: Gunday Gunda
2: i Gunday, Gunday Gunday
0: and it's um, my matriarchal connection through my, um, you know, all of the women in my family come straight from the Japarung line, and that's part of the Gunditjmara. So that's my unbroken matriarchal line. That's my strongest line. So um, women in my family, um, you know, have been very, very instrumental in in who I am today, um, and I just want to make that point. Beautiful. Sweet. It, it is the year of, you know, I mean, the NAIDOC um, theme because of her is is really something that we should think about um, and the role that our women have played in our families and communities and our, and our um, struggle as a people.
2: Beautiful. Thank you, Lydia.
0: Thank you so much for chatting with Urban Dreaming, Lydia. If
3: you have just tuned in and missed any of that chat, definitely head over to the JOY website where the podcast will be up tomorrow. This is Karajala, Kiridala with Two Worlds Collide.
5: Hey, this is Joe Williams, former NRL player, professional boxer, and you're listening to Joy
2: 94.9. Stay deadly with Urban Dreaming. Yes, hello. We're back in the studio. Uh, This is Sarami on the mic.
3: And Gracie. And Laniuk.
2: Yes, and um, we just spoke to Lydia Thorpe, uh, one of the Greens... yeah, representatives here in Melbourne at the North Kid, And, um, yeah, she's killing it, I must say. She's amazing. You know what I love about her is that she rocks up um, into parliamentary sometimes with, or um, all the times, actually, with mm. um, some, something that represents Aboriginal um, yeah. heritage. And it's like, whether it's beads or feathers on her arms or possum skin, and it's just, it's so great to see. And it, and it must really sort of blow a lot of those... Um, mob out of the water in regards to like oh god we, we, we gotta we gotta deal with an aboriginal person in parliament yeah. you know? so it's just great great to hear and i think we need more of that so if you're if you're um wanting to be you know the next representation in australia we need more mob to represent so um yeah and but in the meantime i think we've got one of our sisters on the phone, yes. And this is Cheryl Lee Hood. And she's actually a Noongar Kurnaya Gundichmara woman. And I've known Sherri Lee for quite a few le- uh, years now. And um, she's also been a very strong, um, I guess, mentor in our lives too in regards to strength in the community. And she does it in a way that not many people can do it, and that's through comedy. And she's quite clever at the work. And um, so when you think about her work, it's quite hilarious. It's, uh, it's, it's engaging politically. Politically uh, edgy, and um, she'll also hit hit you with the truth. Is what we're discovering, discovering, discovering? discussing with uh, Lydia just beforehand as well. So, uh, Shirley is on the line right now. How are you, Shirley? Oh yes, hello. (laughs) Good comic timing, I I must say. You caught
8: in the house,
2: exactly.
8: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like long distance, long distance effect. Yeah, hello, uh Shirley Hood here, and I, Gunish Jamar, and coming live for you at the Melbourne International Comedy Fest. So, hello to all the joy listeners. if you're well tonight.
2: Too good, too good. Now, you've been on the road, actually, and you just literally just got into the hotel and you're just getting ready now to do one of your gigs tonight, Here. Yeah?
8: That's right, that's right. So, you know, that's how comedy rolls.
2: Now, you've done comedy for quite a few years, um, and we we always must mention that you won the Deadly Funny back in 2009, and um, you featured in forthcoming series of Express Yourself on NITV. And um, now to date, basically, you've just been doing a lot of the comedy festivals and travelling basically the world.
8: Yeah, travelling around, uh, making people laugh, coming up with jokes that sort of can uh, relate to as many people as possible and have a good laugh all around. And now I'm back in at the Melbourne Comedy Fest with a great show uh, called The Rise of the Planet of the Apes.
2: Yes, technology has taken over the world and I love the uh, the real that's right. cheeky take on The Rise of the Planet of the Apes there. Um,
8: <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, very clever indeed. Um,
8: yes, that's right. And, and it's always sort of seemed like a bit of a takeover kind of and an interesting movie. And... I've always loved Planet of the Apes and so from that I thought something that was sort of uh, scary which was you know taking humanism as they call it uh, is technology and uh, like the planet of the apps so I went with that and decided to have a yarn about um, all the crazy apps that are you know distracting, distracting us 24 7 and keeping us you know, keeping us involved and active, so yeah, Planet of the Apps, a demand trial for the Melbourne Comedy
2: Fest. So what are we expecting with this show, and how is it different from the others?
8: Uh, Well, it's different because I've got more of a topic and a theme that I'm just concentrating on. Uh, Again, it's um, talking about technology, and as an Aboriginal person, uh, I think Technology is really, like, it's got a way of um, entertaining our lives and keeping us, uh, keeping us, you know, feeling okay. But the actual fact is that, that the apps are, like, taking our data, getting all this information out of us, uh, you know, making it a crazy world for young people to be in at the time. And I always talk about apps... You know, when a new app comes along, a little bit of humanism dies every time, you know, because our lives have been taken over from fire to microwave ovens, you know, like all the little squares everywhere that control our lives. So I'm here to have a good laugh about it. It's hilarious when we, you know, think of how much a part of our life uh, apps have become. Yeah, they have, technology. they
3: have taken over a bit. So in all honesty, Shirley,
8: how many apps do you have, though? Um, That's what I was counting the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 20... Yeah, I've got 25
3: all up. So have you lost some own. whilst creating this okay. show? You've gotten some
8: more. Oh, I've got more. And, yeah, and because I'm an iPhone person, my storage has gone... Haywire, so you know a few have sort of had to go, and others have come in. What um, what gets scrapped, man? Um, The ones that ain't as important for me at this moment. Uh, One of the things that got scrapped, actually, which is a big one because it was one of my first, is my Uber app. (gasps) <gasps>
9: no, <laughs> that's like
8: that's like one of my number one. But they take all my money. <laughs> that's exactly right, and and the Uber app ha- actually uh, over the past few months have drawn out an extra fourteen dollars a month out of mine, so I just scrapped it. Fair enough. I've, I think I've got to get,
3: get rid of Uber Eats. That's it's making me very lazy. Ah. <laughs> Exactly. I think I think you've you put of. a price on walking to the shops and it's $5. <laughs> yes, that's
8: exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, I mean, you know, like, you know, our Sunday roasts, when we used to sit down together as family, you know, on a Sunday or whatever, um, has been taken over by apps like Uber Eat and things that make it really convenient and... Um, uh, really easy for us to sort of access you know and and uh, you know i don't think inside society we're taking a hard enough look at it so i love to talk about it and have a laugh because we're all so dependent on it it's quite a phenomenal thing
2: yeah shirley um just so you know we've got yeah other people in the studio so that probably just surprised you a little bit but that's uh gracie that just spoke to you and lanny your course so yeah
8: Great, hi, Gracie. Yeah, it did surprise me. Actually, I should have introduced myself.
2: (laughs) But you know, in in regards to in regards to comedy, because we've had this conversation a couple of times, in regards to how comedy is also a healer and how it stops us mob from, you know, I guess because it tells the truth, but we do it in a way that we're sort of also dealing with it, yeah.
8: That's right, and that's one thing that I do love is because really, like as crazy as life is, you've got to, you know, you've got to see the truth and live the truth of it. So, you know, like um, to be able to live the truth sometimes, you've got to have a good look, look at it and a good laugh. You know, it can help fix a lot of different issues that you have and a lot of different issues that you don't think you can get through. But a bit of laughter and a, and sort of like a not so serious take on it can really help.
2: Yeah, because I I'm help actually
8: your own yeah psyche.
2: I'm looking at uh, some of the reviews on your work as well, and just some of your quotes. And there's one quote in particular that really stands out to me, and says uh, to be able to see communities articulate their grief through comedy. It's so inspiring to, to people from any other oppressed minority groups, whether you're gay. Or a woman, or a Muslim, whatever. <laughs> I love yeah. your whatever that. <laughs>
8: yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it's like so many people, uh, because of political correctness, uh, often don't engage in conversations that they'd like to. So I, I think it's really important to keep pressing those. Uh, you know, difficult issues or, you know, difficult issues that that people you know, don't always want to address. But I think if we keep pushing at it and, and keep asking and keeping the communication open, then you know, we're on our way. You know, like when I was doing a few um, of the Mardi Gras uh, comedy, I did the comedy gala for the Mardi Gras last year and it was it was a really great thing because we, it was before they said yes to the vote, you know? And and I, to, I talked about like, how they tried to stop black from getting married too, you know? Aboriginal people from getting married. You know, they couldn't stop us breeding, but you know, they tried to stop us getting married. But after a lot of fight, you know, soon that barrier was broken down. And now we see Australia, you know, through a lot of comedy, um, uh, that yes, that yes, conversation was had. I think, and great to see we've got it now. It's just freedom and equality.
6: Yeah, definitely. You know, Sh- um, Shirley, I'm looking at a lot of your work, and I'm seeing that you're on TV that you're going to be in this series, Express Yourself, on NITV. And that seems like such an exciting progression, you know, to be doing stand-up and to be working in comedy in, in um, the sort of live medium. And now you're moving onto TV?
2: No, she's already, she already You've did already it. you already been on TV? Yeah. On NITV. Yeah, it
6: must be different, right. you know, from that live sort of engaging performance where you're bouncing off people to be sort of in front of a camera. It's a different way of working.
8: Yes, it is a different way of working and you just have to understand, um, you know, enjoy enjoy telling your jokes, enjoy listening to yourself. They have a few people there that sort of helped uh, keep us, you know, feeling alive too. So, but the one thing I love about it was that little moments are caught on film that you can watch over and over again yeah. some of these little moments that happen when it's live are quite fantastic but you don't have a recording of it yeah and you know that that'd probably be the yeah that'd be, be that'd be the thing that sort of got me at the beginning of it all you
6: know, mm. I remember when Nit um, first sort of started out, and it was so exciting to see Mob like on TV. You know, to have this whole sort of channel, um, and it must be so exciting for I don't know to, to sort of be speaking to us, you know, through TV. Who's that? Well, blackfellas,
3: yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh,
8: I think it's it is really important. I mean, I always carry on because. You know, we we want more media representation Mm. because they went along and gave us our own TV show. But they didn't give us money to do things like, you know, a black-style Home and Away or a black-style name. I would
2: watch that.
8: So would I. I know. (laughs) I think we all would. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely watch that. I mean, you know, some of the great, brilliant writing would come out, eh? Yes. <laughs> You've got all sorts of drama that goes on, you know? So, it's, 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 um, just the performance and storytelling is such an important medium. And, you know, whether you do it from TV or whether you do it live, it's a, um, it's a really important communication piece for uh, all different people, hey? Eh? Yeah, definitely.
2: Very true, very yeah. true. I think also... Um, and
8: so oh. I've, I've enjoyed it doing um, doing the comedy for this round as well. And at the Comedy Fest, this is my second Comedy Fest that I've been involved in. And uh, my other show was uh, Shirley Hood Rock the Boat. And uh, now this one is Planet of the Apps and it's at the Mantra. Uh, the mantra on Russell, Russell Street. So it's over just uh, near Chinatown.
2: I love it, how hey, you just so confident in, in promoting your shows. Just and that's what we did this for you for. So
8: <laughs> Well that's what you gotta get out and do,
2: hey. That's who me. Put the mums on
8: the seats, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully the mums will be filling the seats and um, it'll be a full house for you. So um but thanks again, Shirley. A woman of many, many talents, especially in regards to healing the country through comedy. And um Brrr. Yeah, two mortgage sis. and just all the best for yes. you. And hopefully we'll get to see your Thank show soon. You.
8: That's it, yes, and hopefully see you tomorrow night too, Suri. Yes, uh, I'll be make there. Make sure you get out and see the Melbourne International Comedy Fest. Yeah, come and see Suri live too tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one and, and yeah, I'll, I'll see you at the Melbourne International Comedy
2: Fest. Brr, Brr love you. Take care.
8: Love you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, Shirley Hood there. A funny, crazy woman. Love love her to bits. I
6: think we am gonna have to buy a ticket.
2: You have to. I so love, so. love her yeah. already.
6: Yeah, have you definitely. never seen her at Deadly Funnies? I've
3: never seen her.
2: All right, so she's like the woman. She's mm. the one who How exciting. just You will never you I don't know I, I always forever walk away just constantly just laughing and mm. you know, in the moment she just brings it up and she doesn't she doesn't give a, a stuff about anything like yeah. when it comes to um politics, you know. Yeah. It's all straight out yeah, and so. you're going
3: to be up on stage tomorrow night, so.
2: Well, knowing her, <laughs> she'd probably end up bloody calling my name or something. So, so
3: everyone comes down <laughs> Wednesday night to Mantra and Russell and see Shirley Hood and Sir Rami will be getting up on stage.
2: Yeah, and for those who wanted to know that song that played before too, that was Ziggy Rama um, with Black Thoughts, and then we had the Kiridari, um, the Two Worlds Collide by Kartajala Kiridara.
3: And we've got another one. This was chosen by our very own Leniak. It's a tribe called Red, um, and the artist. The sorry, that's the artist and the song is sisters
2: love these guys how are you back with you on off the hook
5: radio it's dj Buddha blaze you know electric powwow is going on tonight that's right a tribe called red are you going check them out give me a call let me know let's get into the latest from nation
9: to nation this is sisters
3: You mob, this is Jacob
2: Boehm. You're listening to Urban Dreaming Joy 94.9.
6: <laughs> Back on the microphone.
2: Yes, that song there was
6: sisters by a tribe called red
2: they're yeah. indigenous
6: to the to the u.s
2: they are awesome i, I was just so saying to you good. guys before yeah how I've, I've been um i was invited to go to one of their concerts back about two years ago i think it was They came mm. to melbourne and i didn't know who they were and, yeah. and everyone's like you should come to this this gig and they're called a tribe called red and i thought okay so we ended up getting lipstick and putting it on our mm. eyes and and painting our eyes up and there's about a tribe of us our own little tribe of red mm. going to the tribe of red and i was just blown away by the music and it was yeah. just a, a yeah full house and it was amazing,
6: and they tra- they stay so true to their culture and to their politics, and they're always pushing, you know, the preservation of their people. But their music is just so it's so modern, you know. It's mm. it yeah, it's such a great sort of mix and clash.
2: It's a lot like um. Security Kar- Karajala Mob as well because they, they do that very similar using the traditional mm. music and of course Electric Fields is another and they'll be yeah. in town um, next week too by the way, um, doing a, a show here before they go on their world tour, so
6: wow that's going to
2: be interesting because they, they're just going from strength to strength at the moment. Yeah, they are. Yeah, um, and speaking of strength to strength you've got an auntie who's um, I do doing I, the deadly yeah. funnies, yeah?
6: Yeah, Auntie June, so I'm um, Ladakia from Darwin. And so she's she's representing Darwin in The Deadly Funny. And this is my proper auntie too. This is my dad's sister. So I'm just like, I'm so excited. Yeah.
2: I and love when you say proper because every time we claim someone, we say, that's my auntie or my uncle, my brother, my sister, and they're like,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Is this your real auntie <laughs> or your and uncle? That's my
6: proper auntie. I'm this is so like excited. blood, your yeah, blood. Yes, yes. And you know, Darwin, how often do I get to see family? I don't get to just walk around the corner, you know, and see someone. So to have an excuse for them to come visit, you know, I'm so excited. Love it, and she's so funny. I hope she wins.
2: What sort of comedy do you reckon she does?
6: She is, she's just ridiculous. Like she's, she's so like you know off center, like left of field sort of thing. You don't even see it coming, you know. So yeah. she's yeah, I'm pretty excited. And she plays a lot of music, so I'm wondering if she's going to be working that into her set,
2: mm. guitar maybe. Yeah, deadly funny. Is that's always a good time to catch up with the comedies as well. Comedy first. Mm. Um, yeah, they they kill it. And just seeing all the new talent coming through and, and young mob as well, you know. So yeah. it's just great to see. So, um, yeah, in regards to um, looking at the time, it's now fifty seven. Gee, time flies. It's almost over. We've still got tickets to give away, so that's the double passes. So if you want to give us a call or SMS, you can give us an SMS on zero four two seven joy JOY949. That's zero four two seven five six nine. 949. And um, you'll get double passes to Shirley's Hood, planet of the apps. So that's actually on. Uh, when does it finish, actually?
3: finishes next week, I believe. Um, it's at part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which is all around town at the moment. Actually, even in the building that we're in, uh, which I only realised tonight when I was coming in. I are like, Are you here for Melbourne International Comedy Festival? I was like, No, but I'm, I am now. Um, but it's at Mantra on Russell, so just near Chinatown. So make sure you definitely check out Shirley Hood's show down there. And we do have a double pass to give away. So text anyone you only have. A couple more minutes it's 0427 joy 949 that double pass could be yours for
2: tomorrow night yeah or call us direct on 1300 joy 949 as well that's 1300 joy 949 uh well it's sad to leave guys unfortunately we have to take off
3: we do. Triple Bypass are up next, so make sure you stick around. And if you did miss any of tonight's show, head over to joy.org.au and download our podcast, or you can get them on your favourite podcast apps as well.
2: So until then, guys, all the best. This is Rummy signing, signing off.
3: And Laniuk. And Gracie. we're going to go off with Electric Fields Shade Away here on Joy.
2: Take care. Oh, till you, till you.